Uh, well, tell. Waiting for Faddy again, are we? Yep, but outside the therapist clinic. It's a bit odd. Yeah, Carlos Lurker, MD, cognitive therapist. Oh, anyway, before I try and say that word, here's Faddy. Mate, fucking, you can't even pronounce anything, you little prick. Come on, let's go in. We've got to go and have a chat with the doctor. All right, gents, take a seat. Look, we're, we're short on time, Carlos, mate. Um, have you managed to get those blueprints into the new UE towers? I have. But look, you've paid to see me. Someone has to lay on the sofa. We haven't got time for this, mate. Look. Someone lay on the fucking sofa. This is my time, not yours. Sorry? Sorry? <laughs> what? I don't need any help. I've already spoken and helped Terry. Say what? Hey, hey, shut up. Yeah, after he got spanked by Barca. Oh, for fuck's sake. Patient confidentiality. Does that not mean anything to you? <laughs> Fuck no. Ah, bless you. At least you stopped crying. You've come along well. <laughs> I'll have the, I'll have the, uh, the big boy that looks like Brian Blessed. <laughs> Will you fuck? Daryl, mate, just take a seat, please. Let's get these this fucking shit wrapped up. Bloody hell. All right, go on then. This is the ink blot test. Tell me what you see here. Russian bird with big tits. And this? Bendy Russian with big tits. And this one? Bendy Russian with big tits. What? Well, well she's only got one arm, though. Fucking hell. Daryl, stop touching yourself, you perv. Oh, sorry. What the fuck? Dude, get... Can we just get those fucking plans, please? Okay, okay. Let me get them. Um, I just need the bathroom. I... Yeah. Out of the hallway. First on, the... on your right. Be back in a bit. Um, I'll just uh, take these, then. Did he just take my inkblot sheets? Welcome everyone to the official UE podcast for Game 121. This is episode 6 of season 3 and I'm your host Terry. And joining me as ever is these pair of bastards, uh, Faddy and Daryl. How's it going, sirs? Um, well, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was expecting you to give me some sort of intro there. Do you know what? Take the piss out of me. But do you know what? I'm taking it. I'm taking it. This is a good week. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, Fuck you. Uh, Fuck Daryl. <laughs> Fuck you both. Yeah, well, I, I actually had it. I had a lot this week. It seems a common theme. So far. <laughs> maybe, maybe there's something there, mate. I'm maybe there's something think, there. Yeah, there might be this week. Sure. <laughs> All my little cameras in your toilets are finally paying off. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had intros down, and then I was reading them. I thought, Joe, that's too harsh. I'm not doing it. <laughs> How did you get on this week, then, boys? Um, big boy, obviously one. Uh, I played uh, Blackburn right, in I the cup. Win. Yeah, yeah. Oh, played Black... you. oh, fuck you. I <laughs> played, played Blackburn in the cup. Um, it was one all uh, the previous game. No, two, two all. 
was it two? Yeah, two all the previous game, sorry. Um, and I've been 5-3 on aggregate. Um, being 3-1 this week. Good game. I played some of my lesser players, so I put uh, my sub-striker. He played 81, scored two goals. So, not bad. And then I beat high-flying, top of the league, Newcastle, 3-1. Um, nice. Which is a really, really good result. Um, Epia, my striker, got 91. Anchorman, the one that's been injured and come back, got 92 and a goal. Yeah, so that's how important nice. it is. Like these yeah, players yeah. have been out injured, you know. Um, so, so no, it's good. It was good. It's, it's a good result, and it, it, it sees me leave relegation zone, um, and and sort of go into mid table now. Uh, eight points. I've got. If I win, if I win, I go fourth. So not bad. Yeah, not bad. Yes, yeah, not, not bad. Oh. It's a big win seeing how Newcastle have started. You know? Good, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I'm the only well. te- I'm the only team to beat him since the beginning of the season. Wow, it's impressive. Good scout, mate. Good scout. Yeah, how about uh, yourself, Darren? Uh, yeah, good week. Uh, up in one, one nil. Uh, I don't think Danny is taking Iceberg very seriously. Just the way they were set up, I just it didn't feel like I was playing Danny Lennon. You know, like he's a good manager, mm. but we did play well. Like, I'm not taking anything away. Um, we're up to mid-table. Yeah, we have much-needed win. I made a few changes. Got McKenny in, so I'm pleased with that. I potted up the goalkeeper. So, yeah, things things happened in there, doing all right. Sturmgratz, yes. Um, I made big lot of changes for the cup game. I was only 2-1 up, but I made a lot of changes. Put some players that had complained a bit about not playing. We won 4-2. Um, literally, everyone that wanted game time got a goal, so I was really pleased with that. And I won 3-1 in the league as well. And it was really dominant, actually, in the league. Um, yeah, so really pleased with how we're going. And goals, Armstrong scoring again. So, happy days. Can I, can I throw a question at you? Those players mm. that complain about game time, and mm. then you played them, and they played well, would you now consider playing them in, a couple, in the league? A couple have given me something to think about. Um, yeah. Especially a guy... So, I've been trying to play Playmaker... Um, mm. but I brought so when I'm winning, I bring him on to play center mid instead because the playmaker can move out to right mid. So I make some changes like that, you know what I mean? I shift players out. Um, but he every time he's come on, he played really, really well. Um, and he scored in the cup game and he only got like 30 minutes, so he's definitely giving me something to think about. But I always thought he was a center back because he can play defense, but he seems to be getting higher ratings in center mid. But yeah, there's a couple that have I've looked at and like gone, actually, maybe you need play more so i might just try and rotate a bit more i think i've built a squad now where i probably can um and i think i'm not used to that normally but i've actually built a bit of a team in this one i've taken it a bit more serious so i think i can rotate without much fear you know so i think i just need to do that a bit more yeah Yeah, happy up to fifth so yeah really really pleased yeah really pleased yeah, sounds pretty good for you, mate. You're sort of pushing up there, aren't you? Yeah, getting there. We're not conceding many. We're not scoring enough for my liking, but I, I think because I'm trying to find my way in the league against clubs I haven't played before, maybe I've been a bit, bit defensive, a bit counter-attacky. So maybe I need, a, again, a bit more faith in the fact that I have actually built a half-decent team for one. Maybe I'm just not used to that. You know what I mean? I think it's on me. I think I'm, not, I'm, I'm playing like I always play which has always been, I've had a bit of a laugh, and if I if I win, I win, you know? Whereas I think now I've actually got a team where if I focused a bit more and actually went to teams, I'm probably a bit of a scalp in the league. 
go. So I think it's just stuff like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, uh, we won as well. We um, a clean sweep for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, yeah, I felt bad after that because I, I, I don't know what I, I, I was thinking. I was playing AC Milan. I thought, I can't remember who managed them. And it's fucking Mikey Duncan, isn't it? Jesus Christ. I thought of all the people to beat. Yeah, I mean, the, one of the big supporters of the podcast. It's like, oh, fuck's sake. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we needed it. We, we'd had a, a rough time with uh, more so with trying to get players in, which we've done. I mean, Gilmore came in. Uh, I added leadership to him and he got an 89% and a goal, the winning goal um, against against AC Milan in the league. So that was pucker. Seems like a, a justified decision in, in putting leadership on him. It's a big investment, but I think he needed it. Um, it gives us the leader in the game, in the team. Uh, he also played a friendly against uh, Andy's uh, Transbonspor, but yeah, it's nothing. Yeah, we, we, both, we both played uh, second string, so it's not even important. We won 3-1, but yeah, not yeah. He didn't care. I don't care. Not not important at all. Yeah, the league one was good though. That was a nice win. One one nil. Uh, sees us move away from the sort of relegation zone, which was a bit of worry. But um, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking at your league now, right? The league is mm-hmm. mad, isn't it? Your league, yeah. Your league is fucking insane right There's now. There's only two yeah, teams yeah. that have scored double scored double goals in six games. Only two teams. Yeah, have yeah, yeah. And, no, no, and they're not in the top yeah. half. They're not yeah. in the top. But, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me throw the, this out the there. teams are insane, mate. The teams let are insane. In this let, let me throw this out there. Yeah. So we all know that Jay sits back and he hits people on the counter. He's a defensive team. Mm, and he, and no, not not anymore. Yeah. Not anymore. There's some there's some tactics where he might go out there and he might play a little bit more. Attacking. Yeah. But yeah. he's only scored five goals and let in five goals, right? Yeah. And that is the same as you. Yeah. However, that's one game. He's won uh, one more than me. Yeah. However, he's third and you're. Uh, for uh, fifth or bottom, but yeah, but the points difference is no, there's nothing in it, literally. No, you win, no, you go to everywhere. Juventus to the top, so Juventus in the relegation to the top is two wins, yeah, that's it, yeah. And on, only Martin, Martin, yeah, with six games in, and only Martin's unbeaten. I just think it's yeah. the goals like six games in, only two teams have reached 10. Like, how yeah, tight yeah. is your league, yeah? Um. Yeah, so like I said, for me, I, I knew where we would be because like, we're going through like a, a transitional sort of bit. And I think we've got most of the pieces. We've got another big piece coming in this week now. Um, just agreed with Brad at Rosenberg to bring in his goalkeeper. Um, what's the guy's name? Bard, Bardstin, something like that. Yeah, 97-37 goalkeeper with pop uh, presence and reliability, SA, dual SA. Um so he, he's coming in this week. So that's going to be a massive improvement. That, that was like our biggest weak spot was the, in, in goal. So we had to sort of shut it down and be a bit more cautious than we were last season because it's just too many mistakes from the goalkeepers. Um, but yeah, so hopefully we've sort of addressed that now. He, he's, he's coming in. That'll be a massive, massive boost for us. Um, yeah, yeah, it's looking good. Looking good. Yeah, it's always nice to get a deal over the line, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I was pleased that the law cop in to get something like McKenny in. It's a big, yeah. big addition for you know, like a hundred. Well, yeah, he's got part. It was, it was a tough one for me because I, a good couple of players, but um, same. Got, yeah, sometimes you've got to do it. In a... Well, yeah, I mean, I, I took the decision because I had that Gonzalez, who's like one hundred and four dual SA thirty eight PV centre back with nine speed. And I've had a lot of interest in him, but a lot of people just don't have the goalkeeper or they have one goalkeeper and I can't afford to lose him. And that was the only thing I wanted. And Brad came in, made the offer straight off the bat, you know, with his goalkeeper plus another one coming to me. Um, 
yeah, it, it just made sense because like Alori's playing brilliantly. That gold karma centre back, who's you know my eldest son, playing brilliantly. It it just made all the sense in the world. I can let I can let him go. I've got a, another backup nine speed centre back who who can come in if and when. Um, yeah, yeah. So I can move a few other pieces. And hopefully, get another another backup in. So I have four four centre uh, centre backs and can ro- rotate them. But uh, yeah, it was interesting. It's been a, been a good week, and hopefully now we've addressed the big issues. Uh, I think the only thing I would like to improve now is centre midfield, maybe, but no, no rush on that. I'm quite happy. But uh, yeah, let's let's uh, let's move on. I mean, like, you know, any, anything else around the around the leagues that took caught your eye this week? Um, around your leagues or around other ones? So yeah, I'll, I'll go with my league, and I think yep. there, there there's a couple of things. Um, obviously, last week I spoke about about West Ham losing; they lost again. Um, yeah. So that's two losses in a row now, and it's and it's really knocked his position from being up near the top to to now being uh, four points behind Villa. Villa are now top, which is yep. crazy to think. Um, Celtic, who are bottom of the league, only have one point. Um, got yeah. smashed by Man City four nil. Um, and it's, look, it's Man City is a great there, team. Just yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, don't, don't get me wrong. Obviously, new manager, whatever, and they're not doing well. But, mate, you can't get beat 4-0. Like, not, in, not in this league. Yeah, not in this league. Like, that, that just shows that you're going down, really. Um, and then another very, well, I mean, I think all the results were quite big. But, like, Tottenham beat Leicester 4-1. It's a big one. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and Tottenham haven't won a game all season. That was their first win. And then they've gone and beat Steve Perry's Leicester. Um, and then, obviously, Rangers, great team. We all know that. But they're yep. really struggling this season. And Villa beat them 4-2. Um, and, it's, and it's great. I, I mean, it was 4-1 until the 94th minute. Rangers scored in the 94th minute. So, so it just goes to show that, that Villa had a complete control of the game. But, you know, the league table right now, do I think it's going to finish like this at the end of the season? No. I think this league is so unpredictable and I think people are picking up results against teams that you wouldn't expect them to. Like the top, I would, I would never expect Tottenham to beat Leicester. Like I just didn't expect Not that. Not like that either. Like, no, no, no. 4-1 is a beating. And, and, mm. and also look at, look at the goals scored, goals conceded. Pretty much everyone is in double figures. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like apart from Man United who, fuck knows how he's only scored four <laughs> and let him three. But, like, it's insane. So, I, I think th- this league is so open. So open. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's, that's the Premier League for you. Um, I think in my one, um, Louise at Berlin, who started, like, a house on fire. Um, she's two defeats in a row now. Um, and slipped right down. Like, Dave beat her quite comfortably to go. Um, so, yeah, I think that... that that's been a bit of a surprise for me, like to lose two in a row. She's got a very good team there, you know? Um, so it's been a little bit surprising. That she's, no no uh, shame in losing to, to Dave no, no, with Mainz, though. A, it's size cracking, isn't it? She would expect to be... I don't know. Yeah, uh, would, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two defeats on a, bit a row higher, is, bit higher. is not what you need in this league with... You know, for me, I think they're starting to make that top-bottom split. I think this league is quite... You know, there's, there's teams that are going to chase at the top. Um, and two defeats in a row is is not you know. You can five. see the bottom the bottom four are struggling already, and you can see yeah, that. yeah. And you can see that yeah, and the rest are starting to even out. Like to be honest with you, 
Would I be shocked if the league stayed as it was? That's probably fair. I mean, I'd, I'd like to think that we could push into that third or second spot. I think Dave and what Steve's got at Colner, very, very good teams. Um, so I think people are Percy, starting to even Percy's out where they are. Percy's good as well, aren't they? Yeah. I think me and Percy, yeah. I think if the season was to end, we'd probably be happy with that for our first year in, in season three. But I think both of us would think that we could sneak past Groningen. But yeah, I um, I just think the two defeats of Berlin, it's not going to, it hasn't helped. It's not what you need. Do you not think that Louise will, will want to be up there and, 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 and challenging as well? I think so, yeah. That's why she needs to bounce back quick. Two defeats in a row in this league is tough. You know, you're going to notice that. You know, I think it, like in any league, you lose two in a row, especially how tight they are, you could fall, fall away pretty quick. Um, as I say, the one that shocked me is Groningen, but he's, he's very difficult to beat. I think he's obviously spoken to Jay. That's what I would say. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah uh so yeah it'd be interesting to see what happens through the rest but um yeah i think two defeats in a row it has surprised me i wasn't expecting it i thought she'd at least get because i beat dave come on guys <laughs> <laughs> you shit ass <laughs> <laughs> see that one in yeah. hell dave you see it <laughs> <laughs> um yeah terry tell me tell me about your your league and What's going on? Yeah, yeah. So uh, in the in the Southern Prem, um, uh, you know, I mean, uh, some people might be surprised that uh, Dan's Bologna are top. I'm not. Uh, he's a very good manager. Always has been in, in this game. So it doesn't surprise me in the slightest that he's up there. You know what um, surprises me about him though? He's yep. let in more than he scored, and he's top of the league. <laughs> yeah, minus two goal difference. Yeah, yeah. but I, I think that was a blip. I mean, yeah, I I didn't read the match report. He lost four nil to Barca. I, I think. I think there was a mistake somewhere there, maybe in his tactics or some, something. Yeah, that's not like Dan to lose 4-0. Um, and I think that's made a big impact. Otherwise, you know, it, it, it would be a fairly a fairly even uh, goal difference. I, th- I think he just took a big whack there on it. But uh, yeah, the, yeah it's, it's been such a tight league. I mean, um, the big surprise for me is Atalanta and Andy Robinson's side there. I think he's doing an amazing, amazing job there. You know, he struggled a bit and they started coming sort of coming on towards the end of the season. Uh, another one who sort of surprised me like that, is, like Atlanta, is in the West Prem with uh, Dan, Dan, Dan Boosted's Lille. Um, I think really? last season that we were... You? Yeah. No, in a sense, in this sense, though, I think if you remember, like about ten from the end, ten weeks from the end, we or, or sort of between six and ten weeks from the end, around that part, we did like a, a review, and we was like, "Fuck, he's like, he's right near the bottom." And then he went on this amazing run, and he was like right in the Champions League spots right towards the end of the season. We was like, how, "That's how nuts!" And we were sort of talking about how, you know, these guys, you know, you just got. You remember what we said about how you just need a run, you need a good run, and that's and you could get right in there, I, I, I and then he's just carried it on. His team, he's carried it on. Yeah, and that's what's that's what's good because it's just like, yeah, because I I did some deals early doors with him, and I I I wasn't surprised. I I thought I was more surprised when he started dipping down the league a little bit, but then when he came straight, you know, storming up towards the end, that was like, yeah, that's a bit more like it. I mean, same same with uh, Atalanta in in the Prem. He's he's got a good team, and yeah, he's proven himself before. Uh, and it was not it was nice. It's obviously, I yeah, I hope he starts losing so I can catch up. But uh, it's it's nice to. It's nice to see him not struggling, and he's actually putting some good performances together. Do you know what I mean? He had a he had a really good win uh, this week, beating Skeens Napoli one nil away. So that's a really good result, I think. Yeah, Skeens struggling at the minute as well. So, yeah. and I think the draw, yeah, yeah. even though he's quite far behind, I think for Ross drawing with Martin, give him some confidence, a little bit more belief after 
Been Look, mate, he, need, he needs to start picking up. He needs to start picking up points Last. quick because he's yeah. fall. He's falling behind the pack right he's now. He's already six behind Inter. You know. Yeah. That's in that league again. Tough if you you know that start. But yeah, that draw if you will start. Give yeah, him a little bit of confidence, I think. Yeah, yeah, uh, and a couple of little shout outs. I think before we move on is like in the you know no surprises in East Division Two. Andy Hares, Art Media, hundred percent record. Absolutely they're phenomenal. Disgusting team. They're disgusting team. Disgusting. Mean, but also, they could be in the shout for winning the Champions League. No yeah, doubt. yeah. No, no. It wouldn't surprise me. No. wouldn't surprise me. Um, the other one as, as well is uh, Nick Steptoe with Pogan in uh, East Division 4. Yeah, uh, well. Again, 100% record. You know, uh, and right on, right on the coattails is uh, Adam Young. with um, you know, he, He's unbeaten. A couple of draws in there, though. But... Yeah, that looks like that's going to be a really interesting league as well. So we'll have to keep an eye on that as we go and through. Nick has played this game many years. You know, like I think he was. In yeah, Europe, yeah. I think. I think. It's, yeah, it's sure always a name I've seen about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Well, they're the only right. two teams that are completely unbeaten. So yeah, big shout out, man. I, I think at this point of the game, it's very tough to like be that unbeaten. You know, like yeah, people have created yeah. really good teams because it's really good managers. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, fair play. Okay, so let's uh, let's move into our little uh, in-depth analysis this week. We covered uh, was it the wet? No, it was the east, wasn't it? Um, west. Matt Upton's league. Oh, east. Yeah, east two. East two, east division two. Yeah. So uh, I think you did. You cover Upton's side. I, I can't did. remember. I now. did. I did. Yeah. Yeah, I covered his game yeah. with uh, Red Star. Red Star. And I, I got a little. Oh, okay. uh, I got a little. What, why he did what he did he gave me a whole little written piece as well oh hold on hold on one second we've got breaking news breaking news just just to confirm for daryl that hibs are still unbeaten shut on up Callum Lane. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll bottle it you all know that he may go up but he will not win the league he will fuck it up it's what he does it's what he does. I have no fear. You're going to sit there till like week 18 <laughs> thinking, oh, Callum, let me choke on it. And then he'll bottle it in the last eight games. Don't worry. <laughs> I have no fear. He will fuck it up. Can, can we put a bet on that? If he goes up, you have to do something. Silly. He'll go up. I don't doubt he'll go up because all the good managers have left. So he's the only cunt left, isn't it? So, you know, yeah, I'll tell you, if you have to do a TikTok <laughs> in, an Engl- in an England shirt. Oh, you disgusting! Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's go. Let's go one. Let's go no, one higher. Let's go, go one higher. In a hip shirt. In a hip shirt, mate. Yeah, language. So you there's two things thing you have to you do. Post him a hip shirt. No, one second. There's two things you have to do. You have Singing to. One, you have to buy a hip shirt. So that's obviously costing you money, but it is what it is, right? And then you have to kiss the badge oh, on no. a video. Oh. And, and you see it on your TikTok, it's not allowed to be deleted. Never. Mate, if he goes up, that's the rule. And Never. I'll tell you what, and I'll tell you no what, rule. I'm going to get him to agree. Oh, one second. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to get him to agree, yeah? So if he doesn't go up, no, if, if he doesn't, he doesn't go league, up, I don't dispute but, he'll go okay, up. Okay, all right. If he doesn't win the league, right? And I'm going to get him to agree or to it. If he doesn't win the league, he he'll has to do one. something. He has to. Uh, he has to get a Char- Yeah, he has to buy a Charlton. No, do you know what he, um, he has to buy a Charlton face mask and wear it to work for a month. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, I love that. No, love let's, it. Let's, let's 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 try it. Right. He has to buy. T- he has to do two things. Right. He has to buy a Charlton um, a kit and a Wells scarf. Oh. Right. And yeah, he's he got to be a full and- full kit wanker. 
Yeah, no, and he has to he has to post up a photo <laughs> on all of our social media, so on the forum, on Discord, on everything. Saying, saying I'm sorry, da- I'm sorry, Daryl. I'm sorry, Daryl. <laughs> there you go, and sign it. Okay, I tell uh, you what, if he if he wins the league, I I'll agree. If he doesn't win the league, he has to do that. Yeah, cool. Right? Cool. But he has cool. to win the league because he'll. Oh uh, dear. The there we go. Oh, the Let's move swiftly on to Division Two East. Fucking hell! Um, yeah, so I've got Dynamo Escalate Kiev, by the way. So you you can start if you want on yeah. Captain. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, go for it. Darryl. So he was uh, away to Red Star. Um, it looks like he was pretty confident. He scouts like guys for like two weeks leading up to the game, and he had no suspensions or injuries, so he kind of knew what he was going to play. Um, he was playing a certain tactic, but with no wingers. Um, a pretty obvious what the tactic is. I. I'm in agreement with Upton. Is like I think the tactic is for wide, mid- wide midfielders only. I don't believe that the tactic can be used. Fingers. I know that's not everyone's belief, and I'm not starting anything. But for me, I agree with Upton on that. Playing play to wing when you haven't got wingers, I just don't see the point of it. Um, he, he went with what his players were best, um, and he got a three-two win. I think he'd be a little bit disappointed in maybe his keeper's performance in conceding the two goals, because like reading through the commentary. As much as he was sort of dominant and you look at it tactically, he was better. It could have been a very different game once you read it, you know, and you see the chances like Red Star had seven shots on target. Matt only had six. It could have been very different. So there's something there, but it goes in what he's saying. Again, I don't think, and we've said it many times, that there's enough defensive option. So it, it limits mm-hmm. a little bit what you can do. But to be fair, Red Star have got a super fast squad. Like the speed and movement in the Red Star players is huge. Um, yeah, and he's got centre-backs with 10 head in and it, Matt played aerial bombardment. I mean, to be fair, he's got Ivan Tony, who's who's an absolute beast at, up front. Like, he's got good head, strength, aggression, got gamesmanship, you know, so that probably helped. I just, um, yeah, decent MRs winning the game. The performance wasn't very good. That's That would be worrying when you're pushing for the league because he shouldn't have conceded two goals, really. I mean, Red Star set up well and they've got a lot of pace. But yeah, I think he'd be disappointed in the performance overall, despite what the ratings say. The ratings, if you looked at it on paper, like it's just ratings and score, you'd think Matt done well. But when you read it, you're like, actually, he's a little bit lucky. He was a little bit lucky. But it's another win. You know, he's uh, he's up into third. He hasn't lost yet. Um, so yeah, I think he'll be pleased. But with Red Star, I think he just needs to focus on using the pace a bit better and just look at his tactics a little bit. I think there's a couple in there that maybe wrong which is probably where he lost it because i think he could have got a draw had he yeah fair play yeah do you want to go next Fanny? yeah so i'm covering dynamo kiev who are currently bottom of the league um haven't won a game i've got said again i've got mckenny off him he's going through like a transition yeah so and and that that's exactly what i'm gonna about to cover off so he's um played six lost six scored three conceded 16 like it, it's a really <laughs> really mighty. bad start to the season real bad and this this is the opening line right so the the line that says ko next to it dynamo kiev manager john punter has rings the changes as he brings in five new faces to the starting lineup as he looks for victory um in tonight's game so that that straight away having five changes just shows that he's still not sure in his starting 11 He's still mm-hmm. making changes to his squad. Um, looking at stats, um, 
he has a lot of players in the 60s. So I'm going to say that in terms of... So he's playing, he's playing wing-backs, but he's playing wing-backs with an anchorman and two centre midfielders and a playmaker. So for me already, I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, I don't think that the tactics are in the right place mm-hmm. um, in, in terms of formation. And then looking at what he's doing... Yeah, I, I, I think, I think he's, he wants to try and keep the ball a lot, but I don't think the other tactics around it are, are, are working for him, um, especially with the stats of his players. Um, Do you think it's because stat- he's in transition, though, making it difficult for him? Do you think, does it look like a team for in me, transition? For, for me, for me, this is my opinion. If I was in transition and I know I need to, I'm changing from, from wing-backs to full-backs or... Um, I, I need three or four new players, and my team's just not good enough, mate. I'm shutting up shop. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like that—that's that's the what that's what I would do. I would complete shop shop. Just make sure I don't lose. Like I'd, I'll take draws all day. If I had six points right now, if he had six draws, he would be fifth on bottom. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Like it would be a whole different ball game. Um, and he wouldn't have conceded sixteen got mate. That's insane. Sixteen goals. Yeah, he, he uh, like five, that's that's what you that's what you concede in the whole season usually, mate. Um, so, so yeah, I, just, I, I think he's just doing a couple of things the wrong way. Um, and then just stats is just a perfect example. He's played, so he's doubled up. He's actually changed his tactics quite a lot throughout the season. So I'm discussing his tactics here, but he's doubled up on keep possession, um, and he's only got forty percent possession, and. Um, the other team had 60. So you can see that somewhere along the line, his tactics, his formation is just not working for him. Um, shots on target, he had four. The other team had nine. Off target, five to seven. Six to seven on offsides. Like, um, free kicks, corners, just everything was better for the other team. And he lo- ended up losing 5-1. Um, wow. So, yeah, I, I, I think, look, I know it's Carl Windsor. Carl, Carl's a good, good manager. Um, but I, I just think that defeat there just sums up his his season, and I won't be surprised if he goes down. Yeah, yeah he's got to turn that around sharper, shouldn't he? Yeah, he took two. He took two off me to, for for McKenny. I know he's very much in transition, trying to get another one off him. I know that he's definitely ripping up and doing it again. But you've still got to figure out a way to play while that's going on. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah, I look. I looked at um, Percy's uh, Orenberg side this week as um, sort of like the side who I, who I would thought would be pushing for the title, uh, along with uh, yeah, you know, Art Media would have been the obvious one. But so I wanted to try and do something a little bit different. And yeah, sorry to Percy, I picked the wrong bloody week to to scout him. He lost three one this week to CSKA Moscow, which is yeah, it's it's not. It's there's no shame in it. I mean, CSKA Moscow under Ian Robinson, they're fourth. They've only lost once themselves. Uh, very good team. Score a lot of goals. Um, probably concede a bit too much, maybe for Ian. Ian's, you know, personal personal preference. But uh, yeah, not but not bad, not bad. But yeah, I mean, he he had a he had a great game. Um, you, you could see they both sort of played very similar tactics. They both played the four five one, slightly different in the midfield uh, positions, but they play four five one. Um, while CS, CSKA Moscow use a, a centre forward. Orenberg use their target man. And um, it, it looks to me, though, I mean, I, I'd have to check, obviously, what CSK's players were like, but uh, 
uh, one of the one of the fullbacks got absolutely roasted um, by the looks of it, and um, yeah, he, he's a nine speed. So I'm wondering if it's a ten speed gets a nine speed thing. If so, it's it, it still irks at me that 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 seems to be the only stat that matters. Do you know what I mean? Um, like that that gets like massively overpowered down that down the flanks. Um, like if you play a team where someone's trying to play keep possession their guy's got like six control they seem to be okay it's like well how can he play that he's going to be shit and it should you know if someone's got a shit stat somewhere that should be emphasized you know what i mean when they're trying to play a tactics that shouldn't work uh yeah i don't care what they have with it but that, that shouldn't work um but yeah he, I, th- I think yeah that's where he got pretty much done um was pretty much down the wings. The the guy, the guy CSK of Moscow's uh, wingers, Rayner and Tete just had a field day, especially Tete, 92% rating, one goal, man of the match performance. Uh, Ava Benega, the free roll again, 90%, uh, one goal. The other, other winger got uh, an 82% in the goal. So they look like, yeah, on the flanks and the free roll had an absolute field day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, yeah, he's, uh, I think he'd be disappointed in that, but, um, He'll be, he'll bounce back. He yeah he's it's only his first defeat. He had 100% record going into the into the game. Um, I, I see him bouncing back from that though. I think he'll still go up personally. Yeah, I think yeah. The t- them top three will be tough to beat. I think Ian will bite and claw and scratch all season long. Yeah, I would expect them three to be there at Europe. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, and I, th- I think Ian will put a, a lot of pressure on. Oh, Ian will on, make sure uh, they concentrate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is where, um, like what you're saying with Upton in the past, isn't it, where you can sometimes drift away if if he gets bored of the game. Yeah. Um, Needs to watch that because Ian will be right up his arse. Yeah, yeah. He seems into it, so, you know. Good stuff, good stuff. Keep him, keep his focus. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And if I just have a quick look at some of the other ones while while we're covering that league, I mean, uh, Arsenal Tula, 2-1 win against Sofia. Budapest, yeah, big win. Budapest, two, uh, three-two losers against Lazio. Lazio look like they're doing quite well under Tim Cox. Yeah. It's quite a good, good result. Uh, obviously, we've done uh, Orenberg and Dynamo Kiev's game. Uh, Art lead the leader in the league. No surprise. Art Media, two-nil, two-one winners over Dynamo Zagreb. That's a good win. That's a good win for him. Um, but then I, I think that's a good result for Zagreb against the team of the quality of Art Media. So only especially lose two one. Yeah, yeah look, you t- you take that, wouldn't you? You would take yeah. that. You'd expect a spanking. But mm-hmm. uh, Galatasaray came down last season, uh, been a bit iffy at the start. Couple too many draws probably for Jamie. But uh, good, good three win, three one win away to Hijack Split, and obviously yeah, Upton with a three two win over Red Star. So yeah, good luck uh, next week, boys. Uh, we'll catch up with uh, another league next week. Just just, um, just before we yeah, end on that, just um, the the bottom half, they're, they're starting to drift away. Like you can see, yeah, yeah. Zegwab is getting dragged into it at a minute, and but I, I can't see Dynamo Kiev or Sofia coming up, and I can't see it. I yeah, think the rest will, really the rest will battle it out, but I reckon those two are going to go down. Yeah, it's unless really they unless they mass, massively change something, mate. But yeah, yeah. Okay, so moving on to the topics, guys. Um, obviously, last week, uh, I think we sort of more touched on the whole issue about having topics and uh, you know why we do it and stuff like that. Um, but just sort of carrying on as well from the previous week, I think we talked about uh, the karma points for longevity and karma points in general and stuff like that. Um, 
a big sort of it, it seems to be quite popular the thought of that karma's too cheap too too inexpensive uh, for such a big uh pro let's say you know you get a lot out of it uh, and it doesn't cost anything uh so that seemed to be the there's a few who disagree uh i think jay was one of them there was a couple but uh, the vast majority seemed to be thinking that it, it, it is too inexpensive and uh to yeah for what for, for, for what you get out of it yeah um I agree with yeah um but i thought we'd move on to a new topic this week um which was for which was given to us by uh steve at cole and um he put should we be told how sa essays augment or inhibit stats or does the mystery aid the game so should should we be told yeah. how essays augment or inhibit stats in the game or does the mystery aid the game all right so basically so, like i suppose like um yeah like if, if the yeah, goal, yeah, yeah, yeah. goal scoring and shooting c- combine does not and shooting combine like right i this is me right and this is my opinion i think with ue there are so many mysteries so many like and and well, I can think I chuck, that... can I chuck one can I chuck one more thing at you because it's just something we yeah, me and Steve are talking about in conversation. This might help with what you're going to say. So also we're saying like with the stats thing about adding essays, do they increase the stats? Do you know what I mean? So say like if, do you know we we sort of talk about it, it's like like a, a striker with nine point two five six say yeah. for shooting. If you add GSI, does that add like a point zero five zero to it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Does it have um, a, does it increase it? That, so that's another thing we've talked about. So yeah, go okay. on. Okay. So I'll answer both questions. So so yeah, first of all, the the mystery of UE. There is so many mysteries. Yeah. So we're talking about stats, uh, tactics, what works against what a tactic, whatever, blah blah. blah. Some people, um, at another one, um, max max value. You know the percentage and how you work it out and blah blah blah. Some people are clever enough to know what the formula is and 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 stuff like that and there's very very few people that that can do it however i think that mystery of the game is what makes ue stand out above the rest right and all of those other games that have Mm -hmm. come and gone and whatever else and i think that mystery there is like fucking hell like you 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 it makes you overthink stuff like and and try and understand things at the same time, there is obviously a counter to it. Like, oh my god, I fucking lost the game just because he had two ten-speed wingers and both of my fullbacks had nine-speed. Like, I think that's fucking bullshit. And blah blah blah. So there, there's little things in there where you just think bollocks to it. But at mm-hmm. the same time, I think the mystery is what makes you be great, right? So for me, I wouldn't want the essays to be. You know exactly what that essay does to to your player. I just think. Mm. I think the the mystery behind it and trying to understand what what might go well and trying different things is 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 better. That's my opinion. Now, t- just to add on to that, obviously you said about does it increase your stats? I think it does and it doesn't, right? And let me explain. So <laughs> I think what it does is it adds a star to it, right? A hidden star to it. So that, so um, you see how when you maximize your stats, so when you get to <clears throat> ten point nine. The, your your stamina will go to 10 star for example because it can't go up anymore that's it it's, it's done it's at the maximum yeah um mm-hmm. what that also means when it gets to that 10 star point it means that it can never go down right so if someone gets injured or whatever that that's that's not going to move no, no matter what 
right? So I think that when you get an SA, so for example, goal scoring, I think a hidden star goes on to shooting and possibly another, another stat. And that just makes sure that that stat will never go down, no matter if they get injured. And it, it doesn't increase it as in like, oh, if you're training at lows, he's going to definitely go up, blah, blah, blah. I just feel like that stat is stuck and will never, will never go down. All right, fair play, fair play. That's, it, that's an interesting point. I could, I could get me home. Mm. I, I could mm. do that. Um, I, don't, I don't see why you'd want to know. I think the mystery is what makes it exciting. And I think it's part of the fun, and especially since doing this and seeing the conversations, is your interpretation. And I think if you start knowing too much, we'd all just play the game the same. No, there'd be no differences. We wouldn't play different styles of tactics thinking that it works when the other one doesn't. So I think, I don't think it would be, it would be beneficial to know. I, I wouldn't want to know. I think, I think it's made my guy Armstrong better. Now he's, I put GSI on him. He's only got seven shooting and I've been working on it forever. Hasn't changed. Like he must've been 7.00001 or some nonsense. <laughs> Uh, because it hasn't changed in the whole time I've had him, and I literally trained him on, on it every week. So, but he still scores goals. So I'm assuming that GSI does have probably like a hidden hidden boost in there somewhere, you know. Um, but yeah, I don't think I'd want to know. Then it would just again, how easy do you want to make the game? You know, it would just then be so obvious if you knew what stats it would help on what essays to put on what. Um, so yeah, yeah I, for me, no, I, I wouldn't want to know. And I don't think that would be beneficial at all. I don't see a plus for that at all. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's a good, good shout. Good shout. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd kind of agree with you guys. Um, I, th- I think if you knew everything about the game, you wouldn't want to play it after a while. Do you know what I mean? Because you'd dominate if you knew everything and then it'd get boring. Um, yeah, I mean, there, there's some aspects I'd like to know more of, but... Like, like, like I was saying earlier, like with, with the stats, do you know what I mean? Like, if, if, like, if I'm playing a team and let's say he's got a target man up front and he's got seven heading, but he's got height and leadership, I don't care. If he's playing attack on the break, he's got a seven there. Uh, sorry, not attack, aerial bombardment, he's got a seven for heading. You know, just because he's height, he's got height and he's a leader doesn't make him a great header of the ball. Mm. Uh, and I think that should be reflected in tactics because you set up to try and... Uh, expose a stat yeah, I, I, or, or see, and, and that, that's, I, that's and I don't great, like that. I fucking that, hate that. That's the one part of the game I really detest. I, 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 you, I think I think that's a really good point though. So like in that heading, right? So height mm. for me, but seven heading. I think he should win all of the aerial battles. But yeah, miss no, but he's just tall. But then miss, yeah. So like because he's tall, he might win them. But because he's only yeah. got seven heading, it would go over or it would go wide or it, whatever. So you can see that. Because he played aerial bombardment and played to wings, the crosses were coming in and he was trying to header it. But because he only had seven, yeah, yeah, yeah. they don't how many always go in. You, you can see tall players, but they necessarily don't have good leaping ability. Do you know what I mean, yeah, I've seen tall yeah. players in the past and they are like a seven in UE terms. And, you know, but you come up against someone who is a great header of the ball, who's shorter. Uh, so just because someone's, you know, got is shorter and hasn't got a height essay, it doesn't mean they shouldn't be able to beat you in that certain thing i just think sometimes like yeah you can add certain pad pad them out with these essays and stuff like that and it just makes it silly because it, then it makes like the stats don't don't matter 
And like if you know, it's like yeah, you know, we've got already we've got like 110 OA 40 PV players in this game. If if the stats are not going to matter because they've got certain SAs on them, then it's it's just going to make the game okay. Going back to descend back to the old games where it's like whoever's got the highest OA and PVs wins. It's simple as that, or the best SAs on them because you know the stats don't matter. And the stats should matter. It shouldn't be just a case of ten speed wingers destroying nine nine speed. Yeah, we're going back. I don't want to go there, but you know what I mean. It, it should be relevant across the board. You know, if you if you know, if someone's made a a, a, con, you know, a conscientious effort to pinpoint something, um, that that should work. Do you know what I mean? If if it's weak enough, it should work. So yeah, that's that's the one sort of side of it of the game I'd like to understand more. But at the same time, I'm not fussed really. Uh, I don't I don't really sort of go after it or anything like that. The thing is, if we did understand um, that though, wouldn't it? It would stop becoming a football game. It, it, yeah, you'd lose interest. That's because you know what you know. Like, I don't know what you, you think. Know too much. Like I yeah, and I don't know if you would agree, Daryl. It's kind of like you know, like how football was before VAR. I loved it when you used to walk out of the ground. And you're like that fucking referee. How did he call that offside? Do you know what I mean? And it weren't offside. And you're arguing about. It, you're talking about it as you're coming out of the ground. I love those sort of things where you're discussing those sort of things. Yeah. yeah. And like now it's just killed because you're, you know, you're, you're sort of you see your team score a goal and you're waiting five minutes to see if it's been allowed or not. I think that's it's a lot. Like, of, a lot of things we get too much information. Yeah. I, I honestly think yeah, it's ruined yeah, a I think whole right. bunch of stuff across multiple sporting and entertainment things. Is yeah. Yeah. We know too much. We know too much. Bit oh, of I a segue it. here, though, Daryl, because uh, it's something Nath said, like, you know, with like the offside rule in real life. I think it was Nath I was talking to uh, on Discord chat, and he was like saying, like, if uh, if a line, if a referee, if uh, you know, if the VAR says something about offside, or you want to go check this on video, he should be watching it in real time. And if he can't see it straight away, now we just play on. Yeah, do you know what I mean, it shouldn't be like just down to this line down. where you can see someone's fucking armpits offside. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, it takes the magic out of the game. And I think sort of it's likewise going back to UE terms. I think yeah, if if you knew everything, I think it would destroy the game. Um, if you if but, you um, actually notice in the Euros, yeah, and mm. and this is just the quality of officiating um, mm. of, uh, elsewhere instead of in the UK. They when they actually do the replays on VAR and you watch it back on your screen, it's not slowed down. Yeah, everything's hopefully. real time. They just play hopefully. it on loads I of different say, angles. I think they've got. No, I hate that. VAR has worked perfectly. Yeah, yeah. But how VAR should be, it's what's happened. Like in Champions League and VAR and Euros, I think has worked how I expect VAR to work. The Premier League has got yeah, very, same, very wrong. I'll tell you what, and this is why I've said from for a long time ago, you can have foreign players, foreign managers, but you can't have foreign referees. Makes mm. no sense. Mm-hmm. Mm, interesting, interesting. Yeah, because the officiating has been awesome. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Uh, going back to like, the topic though, the, the the second part we was talking about, like with the stats, uh, with the with the SAs adding to them, I I think they do. Um, that doesn't mean it's true. It's just my opinion. I've always thought of it sort of very similar to FIFA. Um, if you're playing FIFA and you play an ultimate team on FIFA, if you you can do these things where you add cards to players, which is like I suppose adding an SA. And if your guy's got like it, like they have they have like a like. Uh, like a, something out of a hundred for shooting, usually like 90s upwards, and it's made up of certain things like uh, you know shooting accuracy, shooting power. So, yeah, it's made up of certain things. And if you add a certain card to them, like they used to have this one called a hunter card, it would add to their, it would increase their speed and their shooting. And I, I, I you know, it, it would give like a small boost to certain stats. And overall, it might you, you wouldn't see it in the game. You know, it wouldn't there wouldn't be anything on the card to say, oh, it's boosted this 10 stats, but in the game it shows you what the boost is. 
you could see that uh, i i always thought of it like that i've always thought like you know we wouldn't see it necessarily on our turn sheets but in game you know you get a you get a boost somewhere that, that was my sort of opinion on that mm. i don't know what you guys yeah, think uh, of that yeah yeah uh, I, I, I think that makes sense. okay yeah, that's fine. Well, there you go so we're uh we have to get everyone else's opinions on this so get that on the old discord podcast chat again and we'll, we'll come back to that before we uh talk about the next topic next week and if anyone else has got any more topics they want us to discuss feel free to put them forward and they will be brought up but uh i think we're going to go over to to daryl for day's transfer roundup yeah but, we are i mean as always i am as always in the the, the transfer roundup. you're in the mood you're in the mood it. for fat you're in the mood for fatty no i'm not you're in the mood for an intro through it <laughs> got my vibe bro take it away all right um let this this one <laughs> this one's for me and he's and he's shit fucking rapping fucking little mancunian prick here's daryl daryl with the mic daryl gonna come with the transfer roundup boom Boom, 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 boom. Dave said, I got an email. I'm going to send you, and you're going to say all this shit that. Okay, that's enough. Let's go. Fucking hell. Fuck it. Yeah, talk for it next time, Daryl. You love it, bro. Back in the day, you used to know what the fuck he was rapping about. You know that? I know. Mate. It's all good. <laughs> God, I'm choking. <laughs> oh, fucking bastard. Right, Dave. Oh, I flushed. Oh, here we go. Right, this week's top cash buy. Another old boy sold for massive cash this week is Danny Ings has joined BMG from Ajax for 70 mil. 29 years old, 102 away, 38 right forward with GSA and experience. 70 mil is a lot, isn't it? For... Mm-hmm. But hey, um, also myself. Cashed in this week by selling transfer listed Goyvan for just over 65 mil. 24-year-old, 99.38 centimid with 10 star in stamina. Rose to 100 in OA. 100 OA on arrival at Stau Bucharest. We are unsure at this stage if it was just an OA rise or a PV one. If it was the confidence because of him being dropped, it's not a PV. Just saying. Um, this week's top swap deal is Spaniel and Helsingborgs completed a massive deal this week that's seen the Thomas. 26, 105, 38 right forward with 10 speed and pot. And Skoog, 98, 36 inside forward, centre forward, free kicks and composure, joined Helsingborgs in exchange for Kaniza, 25, 98, 37 left back, who rose to a 99, 38 left back on arrival. Fish, 24, 96, 36 centre back with determination. And Silva, 1800 away, 37 target man with determination, gamesmanship, and pot. Ooh, that's a target man that I want. Helsingborgs, get <laughs> in touch. Uh, get in touch. I want that target man. Massive for Espanol to let De Thomas leave, but what a great rise for Kaniza. Best free transfers, eight free transfers joining clubs this week, with Ndai being the most expensive recruit. He joined Dave's mains and is a 24 93 36 playmaker free roll with leader and flair and could be a player in the future Ooh, and he leaves enough. the german club he leaves straight away but in a 29 million pound deal i actually had a really good value one i got a 37 98 both footed 26 year old wound back nothing under seven for 1.25 mil and he's now valued at nice. three and a half nice 
I Very will nice. Take that busiest club this week. Juventus have made some major moves this week. With first of all letting Gomez, twenty four hundred and six thirty nine centre forward of GSI and determination and pot, leave in a ten million pound deal, which also sees Carmona, twenty three hundred and two thirty six centre forward of GSI and pot, and Bazoa. 2,458 centimetre of determination. Oh, he's good. He's joined from Genk. Yes, Juventus making moves. Then England's good, main yeah. man on Tuesday. Have to say, Saka, I like Saka. I know I've talked to to you. He is actually really good. Um, but he, in the game, 1,900 36 free roll, left wing back with flair, versatility and pot. He has gone to Bordeaux in exchange for 20 mil and Kassap, 2,301.38 left mid with flair. And pot massive week for Juventus. What does Terry think of these moves? Seeing as Juventus are below him in the table, yeah, good moves, especially the Bazoa one. I think that he's he's really good. Yeah, the yeah. Hammond transfer move, special top goalkeepers are hard to come by, and it was no surprise that Fortuna Sittard had many offers for Berkey, who is thirty years old, hundred and four thirty six goalkeeper with sweeper keeper and experience, and pot. Oh wow, he potted Berkey. Um, after making him available head last this week, he ended up going to Real Betis alongside 25 mil as Fortuna accepted the offer to sign Texeria, 30, 105, 40 free roll. Real interesting deal is a 36 goalkeeper worth a 40 free roll with them being in such demand. Um, if he doesn't... It's the market, anymore, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's I, the market though, isn't I it? If, so, if you, yeah. yeah, I mean, I've just, I've like I said, I... I I've given away my top defender for a goalkeeper who's, you know, he's not as good as my defender. The second guy, the second guy coming in the deal is very nice as well. But um, yeah, if you, if you need something, you've got to pay the price. Yeah. You've got to pay, you got to pay what's, what's. I committed yeah. to, to my karma keeper. I made, I made the decision once he went up end of season committed um, and I'm going to stick with mm -hmm. him, you know, and to be fair, it, he would average only conceding a goal a game if I didn't play him against Lil, Lil Tori Manu. <laughs> Levels. Yeah, thank you once again, Dave. Appreciate you. Lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. Okay, so let's move on to the top five now. Let's go. Baddie's uh, talk sport favorite special. I like. Um, I do. I think it's quite cool. It's yeah. quite cool. It's, it's nice to talk about uh, proper football as well and, and other yeah, sports, yeah, yeah. I suppose. But yeah, so number five, Derby and Wickham have been given interchangeable fixtures in the, in the event a tribunal finds Derby guilty of breaking financial rules and facing the possibility of relegation. Uh, do, you, do we think this is fair, given what's happened, especially like with the Big Six and the Super League and they didn't get relegated? Is this fair to put this on Derby that they might, even though they, yeah, they potentially crossed the line here um, with financial fair play and stuff like that? Um is it is this fair that they could be relegated? I think it's disgusting. It's taken too long. It's taken so long. They need to make mm. a decision quicker than that. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm going to agree with that. Yeah, like, it's not ideal for either club. Like, you're preparing for life in the championship or not. Like, for either club. Like, you can't have it go into the season. Like, Derby have no. clearly messed up. You know? Make a decision. You know? So I don't know. Um, it, what's funny is they haven't mentioned any sort of points penalty. This is like interchangeable fixtures. Must mean that Derby have done some serious fuck ups, you know. So yeah, I mean for straight relegation potentially. Yeah, that that seems that comes across as something really bad. Yeah, I just uh, yeah, I I I think it's disgusting that 
both clubs have been left in like no man's land ahead of the next season. They've got to speed up the decision making process of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I suppose for me, I, I don't feel it's the same as what the Super Six, the big, well, the big six did with the Super League. I think they tried to join something. Um, I've, yeah, they, they still would have been in the Premier League. If it was all to go to plan, it just wouldn't have been in the Champions League. They would have been in the Super League and still win the Premier League. Um, yeah, they haven't, they haven't gained anything out of it. You know, they haven't sort of, you know, they they finished where they finished on, on merit, you know what I mean? Or, or lack of merit in Arsenal's case, finishing the, in, in a dog shit position because of, you know, how they played. You know, it, you know, Man City joined in the Super League. They didn't win the league because they were trying to join the Super League. They won the league because they're the best team. Simple as that. Uh, Derby stayed up because, you know, ill-gotten gains, essentially. You know, would they have stayed up if they didn't get the players that they got in? That's a big question. Have they cheated another team out of it? Another question. But, um, I just yeah, think it's, it's seven it's seven weeks to the start of the new season and it could have big implications yeah, on Wickham's that's like wrong. summer plans. Like they could get better players in the championship, better loans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're gonna prepare for life in League One, then what all of a sudden they're in the championship with League One players. I just yeah, I, I think it's no, I don't like it. They've got to do it faster. They've got to do it faster. Yeah, I if they sort of called it halfway through the season or sort of like ten games towards the end, yeah, fine. Don't mind that. But I think now, I think just leave it as it is, but give a big points deduction, like 10 points, something like that to Derby, yeah, 10, 15 points. Because then at least yeah, yeah. they're sucking Wickham into it. Wickham haven't done anything wrong, you know? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. And Wickham are in limbo now. They don't know what yeah. league they're playing in. Then like you say, you don't know. You know if, you, if you're going to go up, you've got to change your plans because then you need to sign a better calibre of players to mm-hmm. stay up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and like, it's it's a big part of loans. Like, uh, I think we were trying to get Liam Miller back from Liverpool, but they want him to play championship. So Wickham could have been in that conversation to get someone like him, but they don't want him playing in League One. Like Wickham don't know who to approach. I just, yeah, I think it sucks them into it when it's not their problem. Yeah, yeah, very much so. What do you reckon, Fatty? Uh, no, I'm in agreement. Um, I, I think everything should have been sorted out ages ago. And it's another thing, like obviously with, with me, we didn't know what was happening in our league this is me and my coach and stuff. We didn't know what was going on in our leagues or anything until a, a week or two ago. So for our planning, you know, like we don't know who should we keep, who should we go. Like we don't know if we we're going up or we were staying down after winning the league. Like it was, it was loads of shit, man. So, mm. so yeah, it's, it's, I think the FA need to pull their finger out a little bit and, and just, they should be ready by May, you know, give, yeah. give people loads yeah. of time to, to, to prepare. Because you do need preparation. It's, it's sometimes it's yeah, a big yeah. Deal. From League One to Championship, it's very, very different. You know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Agreed. Agreed. Okay, so number four, guys, Jaden Sancho is apparently closing on the move to Manchester United with personal terms uh, rumored to have been agreed. Just a fee with Dortmund needing to be finalized. Good move for Man United. Is this the sort of player they needed? Yes. Um, yes, I've, I think him, Greenwood, and, and Rashford uh, as the three. Is going to be disgusting, mate. With Pogba and, and Fernandez behind them as well, you've still got McTominay. Like, I don't know where Lingard fits in. I They're talking about Lingard going back. No, but this I is stand. the problem. <laughs> no, but would you take him back? Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, yeah. like, percent. He, 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 he changed our season, like, and he looked like he was enjoying it. Then. Yeah, yeah, he did. He, he looked happy. Yeah, well, you know, they might get an extension there. Yeah, look. We we could go for another loan to buy. We could do loads of things. But my my, my the situation at the minute is Solskjaer has told him to come back and he will give him a chance during preseason. But why? 
you you want to spend 75 85 million on on Sancho you're you're just moving people down the pecking order that just want to play football like he's 27 years old he he wants to play but for England do you know what I mean do you, do you, do you is is one for you then do you think it's like clever play by man united though because if they bring him back and say well yeah we don't need to sell him and all that even though they probably do because of the debt levels at united now if united signs sancho they're going to need money they're going to need money back and that could be a good thing bringing like because i would bring lingard back and like well if you want him fucking buy him See, you're not having him on loan you're not having him on loan on the cheap get sancho i think their stance on i think think because to be fair dortmund are trying to hold out tight for that 80 mil like yeah yeah so there's still some work to be done, but I think they're holding on to Lingard until that deal. And but, I would expect uh, Daniel James to go out on loan too, which will be good for him. No, but see, and th- th- but this is the thing, right? So you've got you've got James, you've got um, uh, Martial, yeah, you've got Rashford, uh, Greenwood. You, they've got way too way too many players in 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 those wide positions. Right already, mm. that that's four. So for me, I would only keep four. I'd have two and two. Yeah, you've got one there, one is back up, like Champions League cups, whatever. Well, James, James has had a good Euros, hasn't he? It, it, yeah, he, what's shown though at the Euros is that James needs a season, either at like a top championship club or a club like Leeds, where he can just go and get some confidence back because he's not played enough. And a player like yeah. him, who you can see has real good talent, but you can see that he hasn't played enough. Like, and there's bursts mm. of him when I'm watching Wales, and I'm like. You just need, he needs a season where he can be the guy and you know and he's not going to get that sitting on the bench yeah true true okay number three uh england to face germany in euros in the euros last 16 <laughs> uh, how do you yeah. rate their chance of progressing see you later <laughs> no nah, we'll beat him going out yeah no nah. no nah, we'll beat him mate they oh, drew to oh. hungary and they lost to france like they're they're beatable they are beatable they are beatable, but they always seem to turn up against us, don't they? Yeah, but where, where, look, it's that annoying look, this thing. Is, this is, I, I think it's if we turn up. I, th- I really think it's if we turn uh, up. If we turn 100 million percent. But shit, yeah. But the, the problem is, Terry. Because we're so on and, and off. The, the problem is this, and everyone has said it, this is your best opportunity to get to the final, right? One, we're at Wembley against Germany, yeah. right? So you've won, you've got the home crowd, you've got your, you don't have to travel because they've been at Wembley all, all of the group stages, etc. Then on top of that, you beat Germany, fucking Sweden or Ukraine, and then you've got Netherlands will hundred percent be be the team after that, and then it's the final. Like you, you yeah, really yeah. you you can't miss this opportunity. You can't. Yeah, yeah. So Daryl? they have to turn up. Daryl says no. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, no, no, no. I, I, they'll beat you. Sorry. I don't think Southgate. I, I, I'm always a pessimist, as you guys know. I, I don't think Southgate has got the team right at all at any point. Um, I, I don't see us playing. I, I'd like to see us do it. I'd love to see us do do the German, especially after Euro '96. At where, yeah, it'd be nice to go back to Wembley and fucking spank their asses. But I mean, for me, I would love to see like a front that front three behind Kane of being Saka uh, on the left, Bowden in the middle, feeding Kane. And driving at defence, and then on the right, Sancho, and then that pivot in the middle. You have Declan Rice holding, and then have Grealish next to him doing all, all the playmaking, deep line playmaking. I would love to see that. Go, go, just go for it. Why are we sitting back playing two two holding midfielders every time? It's it's fucking boring. I think yeah, I'd I'd love to see that, and I'd love to see us do it. But do I think we will? 
I don't know. Like I said, I, I really think it's that whether we turn up, we just which is so hot and cold. I've seen us play some games where we spank sides and look great, and then I've seen us look really bang average, like against um, Scotland. We look terrible. So, yeah, that would be my opinion on it. But here's, here's one for you, Daryl. Number two, Wales defender. Wales defender Connor Roberts has come out saying he believes 90% of the world will be back in Denmark to beat Wales in their Euros last 16 clash. Uh, I, I'm a sure, uh, Yeah, this is mostly after obviously what happened to Ericsson. Not not necessarily everyone hates Wales. <laughs> but um, do you no, think this is, this is a fair point? Yeah. Oh, totally. Totally. Like, and, and do you, I, I'm, do you like, think this raises or or releases pressure on Wales? That's the uh, other thing I want to ask you. Look, we got out the group. There's no pressure on us at all now. Everything else is a bonus. I said this when this was starting. Just to get out of the group and to look good, we didn't, mm. you know, we looked okay. Right? We put up a good fight. We've shown that we can hang. Like, there's no harm in losing 1-0 to even Italy's B team, which what they were playing, because they're so well organised. Um, so everything's a bonus. Would I have preferred anyone other than Denmark after what's happened? Of course. Um, am I particularly worried? No. I actually think we can beat them. But it will be that extra boost of everything that's happened. But he's right. I think everyone Denmark, and quite rightly. Like, I don't think there's any harm in that. I think I would, you know? I, yeah, I, I think I, they're becoming I, I everyone's second well. team, aren't they? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. But I think we can beat them. I do still think we can beat them. I mean, having watched us and knowing what we can do. Denmark don't particularly fear me, the levels that they'll rise to do. Yeah, yeah. Very good point. Very good point. Fatty? Um, yeah, no, I've, I think I think Wales are through. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think I think Denmark have got a good squad and I think they're, now Ericsson's out of hospital and he's been to the training camp and he's seen the boys. There, there's a bit of relief now because... I personally mm. think they, they would have done better in the group um, if he stayed, because I think they would have drawn or beaten Finland. Um, I think continuing the game on the same day was bollocks. Yeah, they, they were, they were, well, in, they were yeah. well, well ahead in the game, weren't they? Yeah, well, yeah. I know it's a draw, but they were playing the best football. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And, um, and yeah, they lost their heads. And then the next game, I think it was the same thing. I think they, they still weren't fully recovered. Um and then the last game, they they put everything into it, and that's how Denmark can play, you know. Um, uh, yeah, and and to be fair, I mean, they only was it was it uh, Belgium they lost to, wasn't it? I mean, and they only just lost. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's really and, fucking and close. And exactly, and this and this is where my point is. So, mm. I I still think Wales are, are stronger. I still think Wales are stronger than them, but I wouldn't underestimate Denmark. I just don't think that mm. they have the mentality. What I'm hoping now. is that they're. Their Ericsson push was them destroying Russia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And That's what I was thinking, actually. Because Carol. If, it, if it's. Yeah. Just yeah. On, I, I honestly believe, I know I'm a little bit biased, but I actually do think we're a better team than them. Like, yeah. organized. Like, I, I, in the way I think we've we played. There's nothing to yeah. fear. And I was saying it to someone like, Denmark don't fear me at all. It's just that they've got that the level they can get to. Everyone pump. behind them. Yeah. And I'm hoping yeah, that, that yeah. pump was Russia, you know? Yeah, yeah, so we'll I agree. That, that's what that's what I was going to say. You've just said exactly what I was going to say. So we move to number one. Silverstone has been given the go-ahead to stage the British F1 GP uh, Grand Prix to a capacity crowd of 140,000 on July the 18th. They said they'll be working with health authorities to organise this correctly and safely. Is this too soon, or is it good to get back to normal? Um, I don't know, mate. 
if I'm honest. I think I think there's been a lot of injections. I think Wait, a lot of people are safe now. Let me say something. I think it's really fucking stupid. Really fucking stupid. I think it's. A, That's I think my I opinion. Agree with Lewis Hamilton. I think it's a little premature. Yeah. 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 Too soon. Forty thousand. Too soon. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Do some other test events. Like one hundred and forty thousand. It's a lot of people. I yeah. Know. I just. I think it should that. be continued. Half that would have been fine. Look, I think it should be fine. continued to be eased. I think. They've got what four thousand or nine thousand or whatever it is in some stadiums and blah blah blah. And I think it should mm. just continue to increase slowly. Gradual, you know, do you think add, add another four thousand, add another yeah. four thousand, and just let it do. And you could just do it on a monthly basis until you get full. And, look, and at the same time, on a monthly basis, how many more people are going to get injected? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, and I'm, I mean, like, but I think by August, I should have had my second. And I'm in like the thirties bracket, so. It, you know, by then, like the thirties have had their second injection. That's a bit more sensible then. Do you know what I mean? Uh, that's a sensible. I, I would leave it till September, October. There's no need for it. And it just goes to show money counts more than people's lives. You know, they're, they're willing to fuck so, around. If you look, so this weekend's yeah. Grand Prix is 15,000 fans. But then the week after in Austria, they're jumping straight to 60. And then boom, yeah, Silverstone's 140,000. That's, that's a big jump. With, with it's, what it's numbers stupid. and data are still saying, I think it's just a bit premature. I get we all want to be open and we all want to enjoy these things again yeah, totally yeah. like i can't wait to be in a full stadium again but we have to be sensible we don't want to go backwards i just i think it's a bit premature for 140,000 you know i I'd, I'd like to see the owners of silverstone who've been pushing this and all these sort of entertainment hospitality sort of places have been really pushing the government to open up again i think yeah okay okay we should say yes on the premise that they get to stand you know on the middle of the track and everyone around who, who catches it after gets to kick the fuck out of them <laughs> that 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 would be yeah if they catch it after funny, they get to give it? them like, a beating lockdown's not you know actually I mean? over until the 19th <laughs> but they're doing 141,000 exactly. fans on exactly. the 18th i don't know just yeah it it's, seems it's, ambitious it's too soon too yeah, soon for me okay well, I think we're going to uh, wrap up in a second. Oh, there's just um, two very... Well, I'll ask you quickly because we've got to wrap up now, but there's two quick questions if you can give really brief answers on them. So the first one was a second question from uh, Steve at Cole who asked, uh, following on from the thread on the forum, should managers have more freedom to agree deals involving players uh, who, who might have added potential or does, have, uh, does the game have it about right at the moment? So I think that's in regards to, you know, sometimes a, a board will block deals because certain players got potential or two players you know the values are the same but you know too many pop players on one side not on the other etc etc what do you think i think it's bullshit i think i think the pop players yeah no i just i just think like you're in season three now i think if you've had the team for this entire time and you want to swap your pop player for a shit player then that's your that's your problem that that's okay especially if you've been the manager for the whole time you know yeah 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 um, fair play yeah it's my opinion yeah oh. I'd, I'd agree with that or a little bit a bit clearer detail on what part actually adds into a deal especially later on just so you have a better maybe that's a little bit more information that i would like as much as i was saying too much information i just think yeah, yeah. <laughs> knowing what the gap is you know would be a little bit more useful yeah yeah fair play fair play and the final one was from ben uh ben Bagshaw at madrid he asked uh does the broad success of this current HFG mean the end of a uh, EFGs now? Oh, absolutely. I think no. it will. I think it will. I think this will no. be how the game will be from now onwards. No. Uh, what do you reckon? Hard format only. Yeah. Yeah. I. Because I, 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 I. don't think Ben's going to be releasing like a game every year. I think. Yeah. We're not going to see another one for probably another year, two years, and that'll probably be another hard format or something in a similar reign to this one. 
I think there'd be some adjustments. Yeah, he might take you know, some advice on board. I, uh, I think like the lower stats, uh, yeah, quite a few managers have said that the lower stat version of the game. I think it was in one one seven or something like that. Uh, like where, where Messi was your best player and he was like 100 away, 37. You know, and if you had the slower rises, you, know, you wouldn't have 110, 40 PV players no, in, you in can't, you season can't three. Only, you can't only you have know, that game. You uh, need your little two-season fuckabout where you can do what you please. I would like that. I would love it. I'd love one now just to play around with, just to do yeah. deals in. But, um, exactly. And those yeah, ones I, are an easy two-season. Ben makes 100 think, a person, you know, 140 yeah, a person I, in and out. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think he will stop it. I, like, if you, if you yeah, think, I just, yeah. There's, I think there's... Just, I'm going by. I'm going purely on when we last had him on, Faddy. Yeah, it, it didn't strike. He didn't strike me like there was anything coming soon. And then that because sort of leads me to flying. think. This is still flying. He doesn't yeah, need yeah, to. exactly, exactly. And I don't think he needs to. So I think yeah, by the time the next one comes out, it'll be something fresh and different. Maybe another Legends game. Maybe I don't because that was like an easy thing for him to sort out. Um, one one, one second. One yeah. second. Let, let me just throw something. I don't out, know. Right? There's I eighteen. Don't know. There's eighteen leagues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 14 teams in each league. That's 252 teams. Now, the Northern League, less we, we can we can we can say we'll minus that, yeah. So because really and truly everyone just just took those on as a second team. So let's just say 14 leagues with 14 uh, teams in them. That's 196. You times that by 75. That's 14 grand, bro. Like he's not going to miss up an opportunity to make 14 grand in one game. Like it's it's a business. Like, mm-hmm. it, it don't make no sense. Yeah, but that's that's why I that's why I lean le- le- that people in and out just to have some fun. Yeah, that's makes that's why I lean more. That's why I lean more towards it. It'll be a, it'll probably be another HFG or, or or like not necessarily called HFG, but just it'll be that will be the game because I think oh, you know, if another H- one comes, if another one minuses. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and I just think that's the way the game will be. If you want a team, you buy them, and that's like you say. I mean, you know, fourteen. No, 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 no look, look. I, I still think he'll do that. I still think he'll say, look, if you want a top team, you have to, you have to put a deposit. Right. I still think he'll do that, one hundred percent. But the difference between hard format and easy format is your team starting debt. Like that's I, I the would, main thing. I, just, I don't I think that's what happen. I'd like to see an EFG. I would like to see one. I'd like to see one in like the next year, at least inside the next year, or like at the, towards the end of this year. I'd like to see one, and I would like to see a randomised manager per club sort of thing. I, I'd like to see other one teams the managing the big. You get. Yeah, I, I would just like to see someone different managing big sides. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's always usually the same. You know, yeah, whoever has money, whoever has yeah, a good yeah. job, gets fucking team. Uh, let me throw or, a quote. Or, or, like, or whoever doesn't have a missus that would fucking strangle you if you did it. Yeah, <laughs> mate, fucking, I want to get a PS5 Man City or PSG then, boom. <laughs> <laughs> nah, mate, that, that means, <laughs> nah, mate, that means you can't get no that means you can't get no prostitutes, mate. So that's not going to happen. Oh, let that's what was his boxing day. Let me throw a curveball. Let me throw a curveball at you. Let me just a quick question, right? Quick, 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 quick. So if at the end of the if at the end of the season Ben started making changes to this game, for example, all the karma points, you started seeing longevity for a thousand karma, blah blah blah, would you be upset? Yes. No. Oh what in this game? In this in this game. In this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't like that. Not now. Not now. So you want it only for a new game? You wouldn't want it in the season. All for a new game. Yeah, because it wouldn't be fair. It wouldn't be the fair on the guys who've set up that way unless he gives a lot of notice. Unless he says like start a season, what we, we an easy game right now just to have some fun because I'm taking my two teams yeah. very seriously. I would blast Same. through an easy format game right now for a couple of seasons, be someone stupid like Fulham and just have a blast. 
you know sorry yeah yeah Same. <laughs> sorry Lurk, no, no. not dissing Fulham but something like that like just something yeah I would I'd, I'd take a about. really shit team like Tottenham and like you know and just uh, have some fun with them you know what I mean relegate them get, get Jay get Jay on board and get them relegated twice in a row and mate then, if uh... you take if you take on Tottenham I'll buy everyone off you and give you West Ham's reserves <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I'd, I'd like a big team. We should, be, like... we should be Tottenham Palace in Millwall and just fuck oh, them up. Fuck that. I can't. I can't <laughs> do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'd be. I'd be. I'd be getting. I'd be talking to Ben to dust off fucking Emil Heskey, mate. Oh, he's coming. <laughs> Stopping for Kane. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. on that bombshell lads we're going to leave uh, thank you both for, for obviously joining and thank you everyone for listening on Saturday and I hope you have a good weekend all the best guys Bye.